0: This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Mingleton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White.
1: Good morning. It is 6.04. Might run into some patches of fog this morning right now at the airport. Partly cloudy conditions reported. And believe it or not, at six o'clock in the morning, it's 70 degrees. The humidity level is at 97%, but more importantly, the dew point is at 69. That's pretty much in the tropical range, if not just plain uncomfortable. There's a possibility that we could have some more showers and thunderstorms today. The forecast calling for a 50% chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Some storms could produce gusty winds and heavy rain and a high in the mid-80s. The National Weather Service in Binghamton says there is a potential for more localized flash flooding in the area over the next few days, and that could spell more damage for roads and bridges already weakened by heavy rain and strong wind storms over the last less than a week. Forecasters caution there's also a chance a few thunderstorms could have strong damaging winds today with more possible heavy rainfall tomorrow. Broome County Emergency Services officials reported some additional damage to roads from heavy rain late yesterday afternoon and into the night. Pierce Creek Road in Conklin was damaged by flooding caused by debris-clogging drainage systems between Mucky Road and Bradley Hill Road. Motorists could encounter street flooding if more rain falls, especially where storm drains are being clogged with debris from previous storms. Home and business owners in areas where there are storm sewers are reminded to help by clearing debris from the drain grates, if possible. A Vestal woman is hospitalized in critical condition after she was repeatedly stabbed during a domestic dispute. Vestal police officers were sent to Garden Lane in the Castle Garden section of the Vestal. Shortly bef- after five thirty p.m. on Sunday, police say when they arrived at the apartment house, they found a woman on a porch with multiple stab wounds and other injuries. The woman told officers her attacker was in a second-floor apartment. A man looked out an apartment door but ignored orders to come out, instead closing and locking the door. Officers forcibly entered the apartment and took thirty-one-year-old Zeke Wilmarth of Binghamton into custody. He is being charged with attempted murder. The woman's name has not been released. The investigation is continuing. Anyone with information is asked to call the Vestal Police Lieutenant Christopher Strano at 607-754-2477. New York State Police report two arrests as they investigate several burglaries at seasonal homes in Shenango, Delaware and Otsego counties, 23-year-old Christopher Youngs Jr. of Maryland, New York, and 27-year-old John Clark of Morris are charged with felony burglary and possession of stolen property. Troopers say the pair is linked to burglaries in Otsego and Delaware counties and were found in possession of stolen property. Youngs was sent to the Delaware County Jail on $50,000 bail. Clark was sent to the Otsego County Jail on $25,000 bail. Investigators say additional suspects may be involved. Homeowners are asked to check their seasonal properties and sheds. State police say they're looking for tips in locating stolen property, including guns, generators, tools, and other valuables. Anyone with information can contact the state police in Sydney at 607-561-7400. Troopers remind residents if they possess guns or other property of value, write down the serial numbers that can help in getting stolen items back to the rightful owners. WMBF First News Time 607, the U.S. Department of Justice has reached an agreement with a county elections board in central New York over voter registrations and provisional ballots in the wake of federal election law violations coming to light in the tightly contested 22nd District congressional race last year. The Justice Department and the Oneida County Board of Elections filed the proposed consent decree with a federal court on Monday. The court must still approve. The discovery of the violations came in the course of determining who had won New York's 22nd Congressional District. A judge ruled in February that former Republican Representative Claudia Tenney defeated the then-incumbent Anthony Brindisi by 109 votes to regain her seat in Congress. Yesterday, Brindisi, meanwhile, announced he would seek the Democratic nomination for state Supreme Court. A welcome center on Interstate 81 is not welcoming anyone for a few days anyway. The Pennsylvania Welcome Center in Great Bend is closed through next week. Pennsylvania Department of Transportation officials say scheduled repairs and maintenance is being done on the building through July 23rd. The Welcome Center is located off the southbound lanes of the interstate just south of Kirkwood and it closed yesterday morning. It's six oh nine, where news breaks first. News Radio twelve ninety WMBF and
2: W Greater Binghamton Air Show is returning to the Binghamton area this coming weekend, Saturday and Sunday, July seventeenth and eighteenth, from noon to four at the Greater Binghamton Airport. Come and enjoy with your family. For more information, get in touch by going online to BinghamtonAirShow.com. dot com. dot com. This is Bill Flynn. Join us for our live coverage on WMBF on. Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. Sponsored by Overhead Door Company of Binghamton, Steam Carpet Cleaning, Lopkey Rock Products, and ZMK Construction. Coming up this weekend, the Greater Binghamton Air Show at the Binghamton. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports. On News Radio
3: 1290 WNBF. <laughs> There's no sports. Where's the Sports. Nobody played last night. There's no game anywhere. You know, they're getting ready for the All-Star Game. That's coming up. But it isn't here yet. And they're doing a bunch of uh, reindeer games or something, you know, in between there. You get that all set up. Uh, Well, let's see. We're trying to dig up something here. The New York federal judge seems sympathetic to horse trainer Bob Baffert's claim that his May suspension by the New York Racing Association was unconstitutional after Kentucky Derby winner Medina Spirit failed a post-race drug test. Judge Carol bagley Amon. At a Brooklyn hearing Monday, repeatedly pressed a lawyer for the Racing Association to explain why the suspension was issued before Baffert was given a chance to defend himself. Attorney Henry Greenberg said Baffert will get a hearing after the association announces the length of his suspension by August 11th. The judge seemed dissatisfied with that, asking if that's a little too late. The Chicago Blackhawks have traded two-time Norris Trophy winner Duncan Keith to the Edmonton Oilers for young defensiveman Caleb Jones and a third-round draft pick. The Blackhawks also sent forward Tim Soderlund to the Oilers, who are looking for some help on defense after they were swept by Winnipeg in the first round of the playoffs. The 2022 draft pick becomes a second-rounder if Edmonton reaches next year's Stanley Cup final, and Keith is among the top four Oiler defensemen and total time, uh, ice time, that is, through three rounds. Keith has two years left on his contract at a salary cap, uh, just hit over $5.5 million. He turns 38 on Friday. Police in Michigan have turned over their investigation into the fireworks death of Columbus Blue Jackets goaltender Matus Kalonics to a prosecutor for review. Nova Police Lieutenant Jason Meyer said his department has not requested charges. In the 4th of July death, Meyer also says that uh, Kilenik's death still is considered accidental and the police investigation was complete unless otherwise directed by the Oakland County Prosecutor's Office. The 24-year-old died of chest trauma from an errant fireworks mortar blast. Zach Johnson is the latest player out of the British Open. The R&A says the 2015 British Open champion tested positive for the coronavirus. Johnson played at the John Deere Classic in Illinois on Sunday and had to be tested before getting on a charter flight. Tonight, the Binghamton Rumble Ponies on the road. They start a six-game road series against... Is it Altoona? So they're uh, doing that. Is it the curve? Is the curve. Yeah. And they're coming back next week for... Uh, another homestead right after that so there that's a look at sports not much going on like i said tomorrow will be game uh what is it game five no game four of the nba finals in milwaukee right now suns are up two games to one and that's about it that's a look at sports wnbf first news time 614
0: Traffic and weather together now on News Radio
3: 1290 WNBF. Uh, let's see. Well, we've got a number of roads in Broome County remaining closed following continued heavy rain, thunderstorms, tornado waters. We got it all. Bridge out on Beechwood Road in Coesville. Debris from last night that caused the closing of Pierce Creek Road in Conklin from Mucky Road to Brady Hill Road. I'm told there's no L in that. Uh, The National Weather Service today is expected to go to Bradford County to investigate what may have been a tornado that was detected by radar at around 8 last night. State of emergency is in effect through Thursday for the town of Shenango due to flooding. Garbage receptacles located at Hyder Road, Wallace Road, and Fuller Road, Grant Road for residents affected by flooding only. Your WNBF. Twin Tears forecast for today. We'll see some patchy morning fog possible in some areas. Mostly sunny with a chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Mid-80s for today. Tonight, mostly cloudy. Chance of showers and thunderstorms. Lows in the upper 60s on Wednesday. Again, clouds, showers, and thunderstorms. Low to mid-80s. Mostly sunny for Thursday and Friday with chances of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. Mid-80s on Thursday. Upper 80s on Friday. Yeah, looks like we'll see that right into the weekend as well. So the humidity is here. And the dog days of summer is official, too, after a couple of days getting into that. Yeah, the dog days of summer. We're at 69 degrees right now. And coming up, we'll check the date book. It's Doug's date book on News Radio
0: 1290, WNBS.
3: July 13th, we're going to go all the way back to 1939. Frank Sinatra and Harry James.
2: From the bottom of my heart
3: I love you. What more can I say? From the bottom of my heart, I need you. You're part of my day. Frank Sinatra made his first record singing from the bottom of my heart. Don't tell Don Giovanni, I'm gonna test him on it later. Uh, Melancholy Mood, also with a Harry James Orchestra. That happened on this date, July 13th. 1939. 1977, Boz Skag concert in New York was cut short because of a citywide power failure. Currently uh, playing that night in a different venue, improvised a taping flashlight to their microphone stands and playing an acoustic set. 1984, Felipe Wynn, a former lead singer of the Spinners, died of a heart attack while on stage in Oakland, California, the age of 43. In 1985, the Live Aid concerts to help starving people in Africa were held in London, Philadelphia, and other cities. Live Aid was organized by singer Bob Geldof, featured dozens of top entertainers. It's estimated more than 1.5 billion people either watched Live Aid on television or listened to a radio broadcast. In 1989, Rose- Roseanne Barr filed for divorce in Los Angeles from William Penland, And in 1990, the movie that featured this song. The movie Ghost. I watched this with my son. He was like four years old then. And I looked at him and he had big crocodile tears in his eyes towards the end of it there. You know, the, the scene where he's getting ready to go up to heaven. And he said, I can't help it, Dad. It's just so sad. (laughs) I couldn't believe that. Uh, Game show announcer Johnny Gilbert is 93 today. Actor Patrick Stewart is 81. He's the ball-headed captain on Star Trek. I always liked liked, uh, Captain Kirk better, but that's all right. Singer-guitarist Roger McGuinn of The Birds is 79 today. Actor Harrison Ford, also 79. Actor-comedian Cheech Moran. Hey, man, how's it going? He's 75 today. Uh, country singer Louise Mandrell is 67. Actor-director Cameron Crowe, 64. Michael Jace of The Shield, is 59. And SpongeBob SquarePants himself, the voice Tom Kenny. Let's get a SpongeBob laugh, please. <laughs> okay, Mr. Krabs. All right. Let's see here. Uh, that's everybody. No, Ken Jong. Ken Jong. I love Ken Jong. Dr. Ken and Community and he's on that uh, show where the people are masked up and then they sing. You know, it's called The Masked Singer. He's 52 today, and uh, those are the famous folks that are celebrating with us.
0: First News Binghamton presents The Lighter Side with Doug and Kathy on News
3: Radio 1290 WNBS. Ooh, ooh, it's National French Fry Day. Oh, it's National French Fry Day. I love to dip my french fries in my milkshake. You ever done that, Kathy?
1: Yes, actually.
3: I actually love that. I did that years ago, and my brother copied me. And I'm like, Mom, he's copying me. I did that in college.
1: (laughs) The other thing that uh, French fries are great for delivering is blue cheese. I like dipping my French fries in
3: blue cheese. Yeah, my my wife does, too. I'm not much on that, but I know a lot of people are. You know, or ranch dressing, some people like. Yeah, Uh, I'm
1: not a big ranch dressing fan in general.
3: It tastes like glue.
1: I don't, I don't like it. it. Doesn't taste like glue to me. Just don't <laughs> like it.
3: I'm not a big fan either, but uh, but I do love like uh, dipping my French fries in my vanilla milkshake. Ooh, or even my frosty. That's good too. You know.
1: Beans and Frank's Day.
3: Beans and Frank. Beans and Frank's. <laughs> this beans and fr- I don't have that on my list.
1: National Delaware Day.
3: I don't have that either. I have Barbershop Music Appreciation Day.
1: If you have cows doing it. It's Cow Appreciation Day. Is it really? (laughs) It changes annually, (laughs) as it should.
3: Embrace Your Geekness Day, also.
1: Well, there, we're doing that
3: every day. Every time I open the mic up.
1: Oh, my. How about the, you know, I hate to say, how about that weather?
3: Yeah, it's really, but we've been getting some nasty storms coming through
2: and.
1: Yeah, and now that the ground is very weakened and saturated, and the roads have just gone, hey, I've had enough. Yeah, <laughs> we could still have the potential for some more problems. If you happen to have storm drains and stuff in front of your place of business or in front of your home, yeah, try to clear out any sort of stuff that may have accumulated on top of that. I and again, I'm going to say, Front Street here. We they went through all this multi-million dollar fix-up and everything else, and there were big standing pools of water not just yesterday but also today and i think it was yesterday when i was coming in over by where the uh, diner used to be mm-hmm. uh the car actually came into my lane going around the big pool of water in the road and that's all just been brand new they should have i don't understand why there's not adequate draining through
3: there i don't know either i i'm not sure if they're are they finished with it
1: oh yeah or, yeah? yeah they've been done with that for a couple years now
3: well maybe they need to go in and Cut some holes in the Spend ground or more something money. some good you know out like out in uh, where my son lives in El Paso they don't have storm drains or anything out there and when it rains which you know when it rains it rains quickly it like the roads just gets like almost like rivers that get you have to watch out and then once it stops of course it's so dang hot out there and there's no humidity that phew, it's must gone must be
1: very porous ground too
3: probably probably yeah but it doesn't i mean it disappears after that but um when it rains out there, they're like, they're welcoming it. It's like, oh, rain. It was 106 degrees last time I was out there.
1: Yeah. I saw, where, where, where was it? Oh, it was Death Valley, I guess. It was 120.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's a dry heat, but that's still hot. Yeah, it you is. Know?
1: It is. Oh. I mean. My my husband was had to help a friend move to Las Vegas years and years and years ago, and he had a boat. Not my husband, the friend. Mm-hmm. And they took it out on Lake Mead, and it was even moving. It was just like a hair dryer blowing in your face. It was the air wasn't even refreshing because it was so hot.
3: Yeah, yeah, well, that's the way it is there too. But like when we're talking about Florida, like in Tampa, when I get down yeah, there in the it's summer, it's like somebody puts a big quilt over your head in in a hot Wet day. Quill. Yeah, I mean it's just it. Even two or three o'clock in the morning, you open the door and you walk out on the outside. You think you're going to get a little cool air in the middle of the night. Yeah, uh-uh.
1: we we did a live broadcast from uh, from Disney. Yeah. Years ago, and when they came to pick us up, we came out of our hotel and it's like, Ugh. oh yeah. <laughs> and this this is like three in the morning. It's like oh.
3: It gets so hot down there. Sometimes the gators stay underwater. They don't even come up. You know.
1: Well, with a dew point of 69 degrees, that's pretty saturated. And and so we're talking that kind of tropical humidity right now.
3: Yeah, it's very warm out there, folks. And, and, you know, being at 69 degrees, it still feels a lot hotter than that. It feels stuffy.
1: Yeah, 50% chance of some more showers, thunderstorms. We could even be looking at some of the gusty winds and heavy rain again for today, and that could cause some even more problems. We did have that new addition to our list today over there in, uh, I guess, Conklin, uh, Pierce Creek Road. So uh, the potential's there for more to be added to the list. And unlike some news organizations that don't think it's important to just you know go ahead and tell people and just say, no, go to our website, you can find it there. We will tell you what the road closures are. And in just about two seconds, as soon as I hit publish, it yeah. will be on our website as well.
3: So you can get it there as well. Kathy will have updates throughout the morning uh, for us. Right now, time for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta presented by UHS.
4: A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Have you ever
3: tried white
4: noise
0: to help you sleep better?
3: I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta,
0: CNN's Chief Medical Correspondent. If you've ever been to a doctor's office where they're concerned you might overhear someone else's conversation, you've probably heard white noise. It's that shh sound that sounds a little like static or what's called snow on an old TV. White noise machines work through a process called sound masking or noise masking. They basically create a blanket of sound around you that absorbs other sound waves so that little creaks and cracks of cars driving by don't quite make it to your brain, and then you don't respond to them. Just like white light, white noise is a combination of frequencies across the acoustic spectrum. Pink noise emphasizes more of the lower frequencies, and brown noise has even more bass. Now you know. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White.
1: Good morning. It's 70 degrees at 630. Forecast today, some patchy morning fog, mostly sunny, a 50% chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Some could produce gusty winds and heavy rain, a high in the mid-80s. U.S. regulators added a new warning to Johnson & Johnson's COVID-19 vaccine about links to a rare and potentially dangerous neurological reaction. The announcement yesterday says it's not entirely clear if the shot caused the problem. The government says there have been reports of 100 people who got the shot, developing an immune system disorder that causes muscle weakness and occasional paralysis. The reports represent a tiny fraction of the nearly 13 million Americans who have received the one-dose vaccine. The announcement said the vaccines most used in the U.S. made by Pfizer and Moderna show no risk of that disorder. Wildfires have torched homes and forced thousands to evacuate and those are still burning across 10 parched western states. The largest in Oregon is threatening California's power supply. Nearly 60 large active wildfires are burning from Alaska to Wyoming. California's largest has prompted evacuations on both sides of the Nevada state line. A number of roads in our area in Broome County remain closed, and New York State Electric and Gas crews again called into action overnight to restore power following continued heavy rain, thunderstorms, and even a tornado warning or two for northeastern Pennsylvania. A bridge is out on Beechridge Road in Colesville, and new today, debris from last night has caused the closing of Pierce Creek Road in Conklin from Mucky Road to Bradley Hill Road. These are other Broome County roads that are closed today. 112 Herd Road, Holcomb at Route 79, 8 Paddleford Road, Allen Road. 89 Porter Hollow Road, Babcock Road at Route 79, and 77 to 185 Meade Road in Colesville. And in the village of Johnson City, that's a village of Johnson City, a portion of Lee Avenue is washed out. The National Weather Service today is expected to go to Bradford County to investigate what may have been a tornado that was detected by radar at around 8 last night. Numerous trees have been reported down in the county. Elmira television stations report Route 220 in Ulster had been shut down and debris that could be consistent with tornadic activity was noted in the Watona area. WETM also reports water rescues from a trailer park in Roseville Borough. New York State Electric and Gas at 3 this morning had been working on restoring power to over 2,500 customers in Delaware County and all but a few dozen of those have been restored to power now. Some residents in Hancock and Deposit were expecting power by 7 or 8 o'clock. A handful of residents on Briar Court in Binghamton also projected to have power back on around 7 or 7.30. A state of emergency is in effect through Thursday for the town of Shenango due to flooding. Garbage receptacles are located at Hyder Park, Wallace Road, and Fuller Road, Grant Road for residents affected by flooding only. According to a statement from the town supervisor, Joe Ann Klinovic, the garbage bins for flood debris are only for residents from North and South Morningside Drive, Wallace Road, Johnson Road, Heights Court, Circle Drive, Grant Road, Hickory Road, Fuller Road, Forest Hills Boulevard, and Baker Road. The flood debris is being accepted, but remember things like white goods and things that have freon in them as well as hazardous material not being accepted. City of Binghamton police are investigating a shooting incident on the south side. Several gunshots were reportedly heard shortly after 8 p.m. yesterday in the area of the Saratoga Terrace Apartment Complex. Police sealed off sections of Dewey Avenue and Montour Street just south of Saratoga Avenue. A woman reportedly sustained a gunshot wound to the hand. She was taken to a hospital for treatment. Her condition not available today. And authorities not commenting on the search for a suspect this morning. A uh, Windsor man is accused of subjecting another person to unsolicited sexual contact. Broome County Sheriff's officials say 66-year-old Gilbert Adams is charged with felony sex abuse. In connection with an incident on June 6th, he was arrested on July 8th, according to Sheriff's Office, and was sent to the Broome County Jail. It's 6.35, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WNBF and WNBF.
0: Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF.
3: Well, it is the all-star break in baseball, so no games yesterday and uh, no NBA games as well. Tomorrow night will be game four of the NBA Finals in Milwaukee. Suns up two games to one in that series. The uh, Binghamton Rumble Ponies on the road to start a six game road series tonight in Altoona to take on the curve. Fans and players will be at Coors Field for the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. Pete Alonso danced to his second straight home run derby title. Uh, let's see. Trying to figure out what else is going on here. Bob Baffert's back in the news again. A New York federal judge seems sympathetic to horse trainer Bob Baffert's claim that his May suspension by the New York Racing Association was unconstitutional after Kentucky Derby winner Medina Spirit failed a post-race drug test. Judge Carol backley Aman. At a Brooklyn hearing on Monday, rather, repeatedly pressed a lawyer for the Racing Association to explain why the suspension was issued before Baffert was given a chance to defend himself. Attorney Henry Greenberg said Baffert will get a hearing after the association announces the length of his suspension by August 11th. The judge seems dissatisfied with that, asking if that's a little too late. USA Basketball for the second time in three nights. Team USA dropped another exhibition game Falling to Australia, 91 to 83, appearing in Center, ESPN. Brian Windhorst discussed the team.
4: They may win the gold medal in three and a half weeks or whatever it is in Tokyo. But if they do, it will be because they overcame adversity. And that's not something we're used to Team USA. See,
3: you know, they're the greatest ball players in the world. Do you think they would be able to overcome adversity? But uh, the Australia team, I mean, teams now that are, uh, you know, uh, European teams, are really they're really becoming a lot more competitive than they were before. So it's not as easy to go over there uh, as a USA team and be the elite team. You've got teams you've got to beat. So the Australia team proved that the other day and USA they're struggling a little bit. Come on USA, let's go. LeBron, quit messing around with Bugs Bunny and the Looney Tunes and get going here. And I guess that's a look at sports. Cuz that's all I got folks. There's nothing going on in the world of sports. There's just nothing going on today. Your WNBF first news time is 641. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Number of roads in Broom County remain closed following uh, continued heavy rain, thunderstorms, and even a tornado warning. I noticed in Susquehanna yesterday they were flashing it on the screen, northeastern Pennsylvania. Bridges out on Beechwood Road in Coesville. Debris from last night has caused the closing of Pierce Creek Road in Conklin from Mucky Road to Brady Hill Road. National Weather Service today is expected to go to Bradford County to investigate uh, what may have been a tornado that was detected by radar at around 8 last night. I'm convinced we had something like that up on the hill last week. Either that or one of those storm cell surges that they, I mean, because the trees just snap like twigs. These are big branches. State of emergency in effect through Thursday for the town of Shenango due to flooding. Garbage receptacles are located at Hyder Road, Wallace Road, Fuller Road, Grant Road for residents affected by flooding only. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast. Patchy morning fog, mostly sunny. There is a chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Mid-80s today. Tonight, cloudy. Showers, thunderstorms possible overnight. Lows will be in the upper 60s. And then cloudy with showers and thunderstorms most likely for tomorrow. Low to mid-80s. Mostly sunny on Thursday. Chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms, highs in the mid 80s, and mostly sunny again on Friday. Pretty much the same. Temperatures maybe a little bit warmer, upper 80s. So kind of muggy this morning and humidish. 69 degrees to start things off. It's WNBF's first news, Binghamton. Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. Good morning. It's Bob Joseph,
0: weekday mornings, 9 till noon for Binghamton Now. Interesting guests around the community, along with your comments and opinions on News Radio 1290. WNBF! Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug and Kathy on News Radio 1290. WNBF.
3: And good morning to you, and welcome to uh, what we're calling uh, National Barbershop Appreciation Music. Yes. There you go. Ooh. Sweet Adeline. Isn't that what they always do, Sweet Adeline?
1: I used to sing Barbershop.
3: That's tough to do. I mean, it's all a cappella, first of all. And you got to be on, because yeah. if you're not on...
1: Yeah, but the thing is, I, I sing soprano, so I don't have to worry about harmony. I'm not good at harmonizing. Oh,
3: that's true. Everybody else is on. But, you know, I have, my biggest problem with harmony is I, I have a hard time singing under people. You know, I can do a third or a fifth, but if I have to go below... Um, And that's one of the things that McCartney and Lennon did very well, Um, unfortunately.
1: I love the tight harmony of Kansas.
3: Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. 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 And also the Little River Band. Those guys are... And how about Blood, Sweat, and Tears? Because we got tickets to give away uh, to see Blood, Sweat, and Tears at Tioga Downs.
1: <laughs> I was, was going to say Starland Vocal Band. They don't, yeah. We they, they the don't. afternoon delight with it. <laughs> I figured you Oh, well, anyway.
3: Yeah, no, That's. But we do, though. They're going to be at Tioga Downs, so we'll be giving away oh, cool. some tickets. Uh, we'll give tickets away this morning, and we're going to do a back-in-the-day trivia. I will give you three events that all happened in the same year. We're calling it the Hot Tub Time Machine. So... Uh, uh, you'll find out exactly when. We'll be doing that a little bit later on. First, before we do it, I have to find out from Eric how we're giving the tickets away, because I have no idea. <laughs> so I'm not gonna, the time people Time to listen. wake
1: up, Eric. <laughs>
3: there you go. No, he'll, I'm sure he's awake now, but-
1: He's probably listening, too. We'll
3: probably do it in the next hour. Good morning, uh, Eric. Good morning, Eric, the half-a-bee. <laughs> the um,
1: half-a-bee, <laughs> so like, and he'll know that reference, oh, too. Oh, he,
3: he does, I call him that all the time. Oh, do you really? Monty Python, yep. Oh, he, he got like, run over by a train. It was way a too bean. early in the morning
1: for this. <laughs> I need my
3: coffee.
1: <laughs> I had an anxious dog again last night with the storm. So. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, it, you know, pets, man, they get all scared, and that's you know.
1: She didn't used to, but she is now. So we're dealing with that.
3: So how do you deal with it?
1: Um, I've tried that um, special T-shirt thing mm-hmm. at, with some previous dogs. Yeah, like I said, she didn't used to be upset by right. this stuff The other, some other dogs I had it, it didn't really help a whole lot it kind of took the edge off a little bit yeah. some dogs respond differently um with her right at this point it's just we keep a fan going we turn the tv up try to keep her from from hearing stuff but I think they sense the barometric pressure too when storms are coming and that gets them
3: going yeah they have a different uh their senses are a lot more acute yeah. than ours a I mean, she
1: ways. like I said, she used to not mind it at all, except wind. She didn't like wind. But now the thunderstorms have got her panting and drooling and you know, upset.
3: But Well, hope I hope that storms will subside pretty soon. Oh, I know we
1: all do. My gosh. It's Morningside Heights people and I know that smell of mud. It just turns your stomach out yeah. a while.
3: Yeah, those those people up there. Don Giovanni was out. Uh, when it sent me a bunch of pictures yesterday over by BCC.
1: Oh, okay, because I was, I was going to have those put into... Send them to me. I'll
3: send them to you. Because yeah. I could use those. I'll text them to you because he, he texted them to me yesterday, so I'll send them over to you in well, a moment. I'll send
1: them to my email because it doesn't do me any good in the text.
3: Okay, I can do that.
5: Okay, thank you.
3: You're welcome. And we'll keep you updated on what's going on throughout the morning as well. As Kathy mentioned, a lot of the roads and conditions here, uh, there's different closings. There's still a state of emergency at Town of Shenango. We'll keep you updated on all of that. Time for our consumer and tech update right now here's kim commando this
4: one really caught me by surprise young people the gen zers and millennials are using the so-called hookup apps like tinder bumble and hinge to find wait for it friends without benefits kim commando here with more brought to you by t-mobile their advanced network now goes farther than ever before visit t-mobile.com 55 today maybe it was the loneliness of the lockdown maybe it was that people are tiring of superficial relationships Maybe people were simply afraid of contracting COVID during one-night stands. Duh. Whatever the reason, long-term friendships are in the air. A consumer insight company working for the Wall Street Journal reports that more people are looking for and finding platonic friends on, of all things, the hookup apps. Millennials and Gen Zers are especially prone to swipe left or right, looking for friends only when moving to new cities and towns. In some cases, friendships turn into something more, but after all, isn't that the way it's all supposed to happen? Get more tech news 24-7 at commando.com. When Simply Safe home security's founders, Chad and Eleanor Lawrence, designed their first security system in their kitchen, they did it for a very personal reason. Their friends had just had their home broken into. They were struggling to find the right security system that was simple to set up and would make them feel safe again. Making people feel safe is what Safe has been doing ever since that moment 15 years ago. A passion to protect people not only drives every engineering detail in its products, but it motivates every interaction with its customers. Whether that's during a fire, a burglary, a medical emergency, or even just when you're setting up the system, there's always someone there who has your back to keep you safe and to make sure that you feel safe. To learn more about how Simply Safe can help protect you and your home, visit simplysafekim.com, where you can customize your system and while you're there, get a free HD security camera. Plus, you also get a 60-day risk-free trial, so there's nothing to lose. That's Simply Safe Kim.
0: Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug Mosier on News Radio 1290
3: WNBF. Welcome to day 194 of 2021, 171 days left in the year. We mentioned Frank Sinatra made his first commercial recording From the Bottom of My Heart and Melancholy Mood" with Harry James and his orchestra on the Brunswick label on this day back in 1939. George McGovern received the Democratic presidential nomination at the party's convention in Miami Beach in 1972. We all know what happened there. 1973, former presidential aide Alexander P. Butterfield revealed to the Senate Watergate committee staff members of the existence of President Richard Nixon's secret White House taping system. Butterfield's public revelation came three days later. And they got the tapes, except for those missing 18 minutes. Never did find those, I don't think. Live Aid, an international rock concert in London, Philadelphia, Moscow, and Sydney took place to raise money for Africa's starving people on this day, 1985. And we lost New York Yankees owner, George Steinbrenner in 2010, nine days after turning 80. He was quite a colorful guy, you know, definitely one of those owners that uh, kind of get involved in the team, you know, like, uh, what's his face, Jerry Jones from the Dallas Cowboys. A lot of Cowboy fans would say, Jerry Jones, just butt out, will ya? Let them go, they're doing okay, they don't need you to meddle with them. But, you know, when you're the owner, think about it. If you own, if I owned the Knicks, I'd be like, first of all, I'd be suicidal, but um, it'd be like, you know, how come we stink every year? What's going on here? I don't think I would want to be owner of a sports team. I just, I just don't see that happening. And, and you know, I don't let it linger on with me in sports. I usually I watch the game. All right, it's over. The Giants lost again. Okay, Knicks lost again. All right, I'm done with it. Got some patchy morning fog today. Mostly sunny. Chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Highs in the mid 80s. Yeah of uh misty out there right now it feels very florida florida ish like tampa or i, I want to i don't want to say fort lauderdale because that's really bad you get down that far south in florida i remember the first time i went to fort lauderdale You come out of the airport down there because we had to go get on a cruise ship and i remember walking out and it just like took my breath away i'm like oh, this is florida and i think that was the first time i'd ever been to florida believe it or not because i had never been there Uh, until i met my now wife and uh, that's the first time i went and i was already 50. never been to florida you know just never had any reason to go there didn't know anybody been to california i lived in california for quite a few years two or three years three years Um, you know and been around in different areas but uh, just never made it to florida and uh, i've been there several times since i love it but i don't love it in the summertime that's for sure all right, Roger McGuinn of the Birds celebrating a birthday today. He is 79, so we're going to bird up to ABC News. 69 degrees. Bob Dylan penned it. The Birds are going to sing it. Happy birthday, Roger.
0: Source for news and information. This is News Radio 1290, WNBF Binghamton, and WNBF. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White.
1: Good morning. It is 704. You might run into some foggy patches today, but right now the humidity socks you right in the face. The dew point is at 69 degrees. Relative humidity at 97%. The forecast for today: fog this morning, otherwise partly sunny, a 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Some storms this afternoon could produce gusty winds and heavy rain. And a high today in the mid-80s. Now, the National Weather Service in Binghamton says with the potential for more localized flash flooding comes with the potential for more rain today and tomorrow. That could spell damage for more roads and bridges already weakened by heavy rain and strong storms over less than a week. Forecasters caution there's also a chance of a few thunderstorms that could have damaging winds today with more possible heavy rainfall tomorrow. Broome County Emergency Services officials Report some additional damage to roads from heavy rain late yesterday afternoon and into the night. New today, Pierce Creek Road in Conklin was damaged by flooding caused by debris-clogging drainage systems between Mucky Road and Bradley Hill Road. Motorists could encounter street flooding if more rain falls, especially where the storm drains remain clogged with debris from previous storms. Home and business owners in areas where there are storm sewers are reminded to help by clearing the debris from the drain grates if possible. A Vestal woman is hospitalized in critical condition after she was repeatedly stabbed during a domestic dispute. Vestal police officers were sent to Garden Lane in the Castle Garden section of Vestal shortly after 5.30 on Sunday. Police say when they arrived at the apartment house, they found a woman on a porch with multiple stab wounds and other injuries. The authorities found the alleged attacker was in a second-floor apartment where he had closed the doors and locked them. Officials forcibly entered the apartment and took 31-year-old Zeke Wilmarth of Binghamton into custody. He is charged with attempted murder. The investigation is continuing. Anyone with information is asked to call Vestal Police Lieutenant Christopher Strano at 607-754-2477. New York State Police report two arrests as they investigate several burglaries at seasonal homes in Chenango, Delaware, and Otsego counties. 23-year-old Christopher Youngs, Jr. of Maryland, New York, and 27-year-old John Clark of Morris are charged with felony burglary and possession of stolen property. Troopers say the pair is linked to burglaries in Otsego and Delaware counties, and they were found in possession of stolen property. Youngs was sent to the Delaware County Jail on $50,000 bail. Clark was sent to the Otsego County Jail on $25,000 bail investigators say additional suspects may be involved and homeowners are asked to check their or seasonal properties and sheds. The U.S. Department of Justice has reached an agreement with a county elections board in central New York over voter registrations and provisional ballots in the wake of federal election law violations coming to light in the tightly contested 22nd congressional con- district congressional race last year. The Justice Department and Oneida County Board of Elections filed a proposed consent decree with a federal court yesterday. The court still has to approve it. The discovery of the violations came in the course of determining who had won New York's 22nd Congressional District. A judge ruled in February that former Republican Representative Claudia Tenney defeated the then-incumbent, Anthony Brindisi, by 109 votes to regain her seat in Congress. Meanwhile, yesterday, Brindisi announced he was going to seek the Democratic nomination for state Supreme Court. WMBF, First News Time, 7.08. The operators of the area's largest sewage, sewage treatment plant are happy with a lengthy audit by the New York State Comptroller's Office. Binghamton Mayor Richard David and Johnson City Mayor Greg Deamey have issued a joint statement responding to the re, the audit of the Binghamton-Johnson City Joint Sewage Treatment Plant released on Friday by Comptroller Thomas DiNapoli's office. The mayors say the year-and-a-half-long 17-page audit of the $274 million rehabilitation of the plant found the project had been properly properly. properly planned and monitored, and that any change orders were warranted. The officials said the audit only recommended working with legal counsel on getting back the costs related to project delays, and that step has already been taken. The New York State Department of Environmental Conservation is expected to be in town in the next few months for the ribbon-cutting for the huge environmental project that was years in the making and sometimes thwarted by Mother Nature and major flooding, as well as cost, material, and funding source issues. That audit can be found at the City of Binghamton website, cityofbinghamton.com. It's 709, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF.com.
2: The Greater Binghamton Air Show is returning to the Binghamton area this coming weekend, Saturday and Sunday, July 17th and 18th, from noon to 4 at the Greater Binghamton Airport. Come and enjoy with your family. For more information, get in touch by going online to BinghamtonAirShow.com. BinghamtonAirShow.com. This is Bill Flynn. Join us for our live coverage on W. WNBF on Sunday morning at ten o'clock. Sponsored by Overhead Door Company of Binghamton, Broom Carpet Cleaning, Loppy Rock Products, and ZMK Construction. Coming up this weekend, the Greater Binghamton Air Show at the Binghamton. This is Dan Bongino reminding
0: you to listen weekdays noon to three p. The Dan Bongino Show on News Radio twelve ninety WNBF. welcome to first news binghamton now doug Mosier with sports on news radio
3: 1290 wnbf nobody played yesterday nobody won nobody lost because there wasn't any games no basketball no baseball no football no bowling maybe a few games of horseshoes somewhere fans and players getting ready for the major league baseball all-star game Looking forward to that in Coors Stadium. Binghamton Rumble Ponies hit the road for six games tonight in Altoona. Hopefully they can capitalize. They won 4 of 5 on their homestand here against New Hampshire. Bob Baffert back in the news again. Federal judge seems sympathetic to the horse trainer, claiming claiming that his May suspension by the New York Racing Association was unconstitutional after Kentucky Derby winner Medina Spirit failed a post-race drug test. Judge Carol Bagley Amon at a Brooklyn hearing Monday repeatedly pressed a lawyer for the Racing Association to explain why the suspension was issued before Baffert was given a chance to defend himself. Start explaining. Attorney Henry Greenberg said Bafford will get a hearing after the association announces the length of his suspension by August 11th. The judge seems dissatisfied with that, asking if that's a little too late. Uh, Let's see what else is going on. British police have opened investigations into the racist abuse of three black players who failed to score penalties in England's shootout loss to Italy in the European Championship final. Metropolitan police condemned the unacceptable abuse of Marcus Rashford, Jadon Sancho and Bukayo Saka and said it will be investigating the offensive and racist social media posts published soon after Italy won Sunday's shootout 3-2 following a 1-1 draw. Zach Johnson is the latest player out of the British Open. The RNA says the 2005 British Open Championship tested positive for the coronavirus. Johnson played at the John Deere Classic in Illinois on Sunday, had to be tested before getting on a charter flight. Uh, Let's see what else. In tiddlywinks, the New York flip-flops defeat, never mind. Not much else going on, really. Tomorrow night is game four of the NBA Finals in Milwaukee. With the sun's up two games to one over the Bucs. Milwaukee has a chance to tie that series up and send it back to Phoenix. Nodded. We'll see what happens. We'll wait and see. And the USA basketball team not doing all that well. They are just uh, not winning right now. But uh, there are high hopes once the competition really begins. Uh, that they'll kick things into gear. After all, they are the best players on the planet, right? That's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 714.
0: Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290. WNBF.
3: A state of emergency in effect through Thursday for the town of Shenango due to flooding. Garbage receptacles located at Hyder Park, Wallace Road, Fuller Road, Grant Road for residents affected by flooding only. Number of roads in Broome County remain closed. A bridge is out on Beach Ridge Road, Beach Ridge Road in Coesville, And debris from last night has caused the closing of Pierce Creek Road in Conklin, from Mucky Road to Brady Hill Road. National Weather Service today is expecting to go to Bradford County to investigate what may have been a tornado that was affected by radar around 8 last night. Saw some tornado warnings on the screen last night, interrupting my programs, but uh, uh, they said it was in the Susquehanna area. And I don't know if anything happened down there. But uh, there's been uh, some... Freakishly weird weather, and it's very humid right now. 69 degrees to start things off with. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast. Mostly sunny today. Chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Mid-80s for tonight. Cloudy showers, thunderstorms, lows in the upper 60s. And Wednesday... Showers and thunderstorms again, low to mid-80s, mostly sunny for Thursday and Friday. And there is some afternoon shower activity possible for both days, mid to upper 80s for Thursday into Friday. And then looking at Saturday right now, it's partly sunny, mid-80s, and there is a chance of showers and thunderstorms in there uh, as well. So uh, that's where we are. We're at 69 degrees right now. It's WNBF's First News Binghamton. Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. Good morning to you. It's
0: Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosher.
3: And good morning to you. So nice to have you along with us. All right, so coming up next hour, we are going to give away tickets to Blood, Sweat, and Tears. They're going to be at Tioga Downs. I'm looking here for the date. At the giveaway dates. Oh, there it is. The 29th of this month, July 29th, Tioga Downs, 8 p.m. Blood, sweat, and tears will be there in concert. So, next hour, right after Kathy's news, we are going to give you a chance to win a pair of tickets playing Back in the Day, or what I like to call the Hot Tub Time Machine. You're saying, What is the Hot Tub Time Machine? Well, this is the Hot Tub Time Machine. And the water is kind of warm this morning we'll give you three events that all happened in the same year you just have to tell us what year it is and we'll do that coming up next hour a little bit after eight after kathy's newscast hot tub time machine back in the day trivia for a chair or a pair of blood sweat and tears tickets to see him at tioga downs on the 29th of july so that's coming up we're excited about that Finally, starting to give away some uh, prizes. I love it. Let's get an entertainment update. Here's Jason Nathanson entertainment news. The Emmy nominations out this morning. Right, y'all do ties here. Ted Lasso among the new
0: names we could hear up for the top categories alongside Bridgerton, Mayor of Easttown, The Queen's Gambit, and mainstays including The Crown and The Handmaid's Tale. The Emmys will air live on CBS September 19th. Today also the 20th anniversary of Legally Blonde. Going to Harvard is the only way I'm going to get the love of my life back. The Reese Witherspoon comedy now iconic but star Luke Wilson tells me at first he thought it would just be another romantic comedy. You know I, I really wasn't taking it that seriously. Then he saw the kind of character Witherspoon was creating and realized he needed to step up his game. And I, you know, I was like, this is like a Saturday Night Live sketch. And like, she's really like committed to this. It was like, to me, it was like, you know, A Nicolas Cage-type character. A third Legally Blonde film is in the works. Paris Hilton is getting a cooking show on Netflix. Why
3: did it have to be snakes? And
0: acting legend Harrison Ford is 79 today. Jason Athens and ABC News,
3: Hollywood. Thank you, Jason. Legally Blonde, 20 years old already. Man, I remember when that movie came out. So, yeah, I, I was hearing rumors the other day about Bill Cosby coming back and doing a comedy tour. That's a comedy tour in itself right there. You know, I heard that I haven't heard any more about it. I heard it yesterday and I was looking for information on it to see if, uh, in fact, somebody just wasn't goofing on me because I saw it on, on a network television. But anymore, <laughs> you can't always believe what you see, you know, Bill Cosby. Let's see. Uh, I don't see anything here. It's not saying anything about him being doing a tour. No, does not say anything here. So maybe that was just a rumor. That's sad, you know. That's too bad because he was funny, and he was really good. in The Cosby Show, both of them. There was uh two or three of them. The Cosby Show back in the 70s. You remember that when he was a gym teacher, named Mr. Kincaid, Chet Kincaid, and he used to have that uh, beginning there. He was singing, kind of, kind of scatting a little bit. Uh, anyway. That's yeah, a sad situation, you know. It really is. WNBF First News Time, 722. Let's get a Wall Street update.
5: Investors awake to new record highs for the three major stock indexes. The Dow Jones rose 126 points on Monday to close just shy of 35,000. The standard and poor is 500, and the NASDAQ composite recorded fractional gains, but enough for their own records. Your neighbors apparently see plenty of cause for optimism. A new monthly survey from the New York Federal Reserve shows Americans expect earnings and spending to increase over the next year. But they predict a rise in inflation as well. Owners of McDonald's franchises are getting help from the head office in luring more workers. The company is offering more pay and benefits, including child care and tuition help distributed through franchisees. Speaking of fast food, McDonald's, Wendy's, Jack in the Box, and Burger King are all offering free French fries through their respective apps today. This is National French Friday. Yes, Friday falls on a Tuesday this year. Bon appetit,
3: Jim Ryan, ABC News. Don't mind if I do fries and vanilla milkshake today. And you know what I'm going to do with my fries in my vanilla milkshake? Right? You no. Know. Dunkin', of course.
0: First with the news and information you can trust. This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosher.
3: And joining me right now from KSO Insurance Solutions is our independent advisor for health and life insurance, Karen Sweet O'Neill. Good morning, Karen.
6: Good morning, Doug. How are you?
3: Waiting for the sun to shine.
6: Wow, we could (laughs) use some sunshine,
3: that's for sure. We certainly could. Well, you always bring a little sunshine into our day, so we appreciate that. Every Wednesday, you give us some great advice. Many people that are looking at life insurance, Medicare, other uh, Mm -hmm. types of insurance, uh, and solutions for life, as you like to call it. So what are we going to talk about on tomorrow's tip? Well,
6: tomorrow we're going to talk about some life insurance. And uh, we're going to talk about especially people that are retiring or Mm -hmm. thinking about retiring because a big segment of that population, Doug, the only life insurance they have is what is provided to them or what they buy into at work. And so when you leave work, what do you do and how much life insurance do you have? And at that point, how much life insurance do you need? And so all of those uh, questions we're going to we're going to talk about because you're much older usually when you're going to retire. So your health might not be the best. Hopefully it is. But the older you are when you buy life insurance, you know, the more expensive it's going to be because the company thinks, you know, the shorter period of time you're going to purchase and pay those premiums before you might not be with us any longer. And let's face it, the goal of life insurance companies is to make money. So they want good, um, they want good experience and what I mean by that is they want people that are healthy and look like they're going to be around for a while. So we're going to talk about life insurance and also if you have existing life insurance outside of work, you know, have you looked at that in a long time? Have you paid it for over 20, 25 years? Do you still need to pay that? And you know what does your beneficiaries look like, and why is that so important? So lots of things we're going to talk about when it pertains to life insurance.
3: Yeah, you know, and and it's also important to have a clear cut plan on what you're going to do as you get ready to retire, and that could make you ill in itself, not having the plan. You know, worrying about it. So uh, <laughs> that's
6: very true. You know.
3: It's- so fol- it's
6: a lot of work to retire.
3: It, it is, you know, and really having somebody who works on your, on your behalf, who is independent advisor, who can find the best plans, the best solutions for you, is probably the best way to go. And I would recommend KSO Insurance Solutions. Karen, if people are interested in uh, having a session with you using your services, what's the best way to reach you?
6: They can reach us several ways. They can give us a call at 772-4898. They can Google us at KSO Insurance and all of our contact information comes up or simply go to a phone book and we have a big display ad under insurance in the yellow pages.
3: And folks, if you're looking to retire soon and even if you're not looking to retire, you don't want to miss tomorrow's tip. We're going to talk about life insurance and different plans. Uh, Karen, we'll look forward to talking to you a little bit after 720 tomorrow.
6: Very good. Have a great day, Doug. Thanks. You,
3: too. you too. Thanks, Karen. Mm-hmm. KSO Insurance Solutions, our tip of the week tomorrow, about 720 or so, with Karen. And if you need her services, 772 you can get a hold of her. As I mentioned, she's an independent life and health insurance advisor, and her main focus is to provide you with the best solutions of your lifetime. So uh, having that peace of mind is certainly, certainly uh, uh, going to make you feel a lot better uh, moving forward into your plans. Today is barbershop music appreciation day i should have i should have gotten a barbershop quartet to come in and sing sweet adeline to me i don't you know oh well anyway it's embrace your geekness day today too so i'm gonna do that and as you heard a few minutes ago during an entertainment segment it's national french fries day keep your eyes on your fries i always tell my grandkids that from the, the old mcdonald's commercial remember who was it that was after fries wasn't it the the evil grimace no he'll forget what it was it was the, go, the 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 little goblins whatever they were and keep your eyes on your fries you know i'm talking about anyway it's national french fry day so uh i for one am going to have some french fries
0: this is wnbs first news here's kathy white
1: Good morning. It's 70 degrees at 7.30. The relative humidity is at 97 percent, and the dew point at 69 degrees, making it feel very muggy, sticky, uncomfortable, tropical. We have a 50 percent chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. Some of those storms could produce the gusty winds and heavy rain again, and a high today in the mid-80s. U.S. regulators added a new warning to Johnson & Johnson's COVID-19 vaccine about links to a rare and potentially dangerous neurological reaction. The announcement yesterday said it's not entirely clear if the shot has caused the problem. Millions of people who have been vaccinated against COVID-19 could find still that they are barred from entering certain countries in Europe and elsewhere. The reason is some nations do not consider the AstraZeneca vaccine sufficient if it was manufactured in India. There are some warnings that that is a bad precedence to take, that it could move as unnecessary and unscientific. Officials are warning it doesn't only complicate travel, it also undermines vaccine confidence when it appears to label some shots as substandard. Meanwhile, Australian government announcing an added financial support for businesses and households as Sydney appears increasingly likely to enter a fourth week of lockdown due to COVID-19 clusters.
2: With cases shooting up, Sydney's 5 million residents will likely remain locked down beyond the three-week mark at the end of this week. Prime
5: Minister Scott Morrison says... Clearly, here in New South Wales, the situation has taken a very different turn. The New South Wales outbreak has proved to be more severe,
2: uh, more dangerous. Up until now, the country has been relatively successful in containing COVID clusters, but the vaccine rollout has been slow with fewer than 12% of the population fully vaccinated. Tom Rivers, ABC News at the Foreign Desk.
1: WMBF First News Time, 733. A number of roads in Broome County are still closed. And New York State electric and gr- gas crews have been busy overnight and again this morning, restoring power that had been heavy rain, thunderstorms, even tornado warnings for northeastern Pennsylvania yesterday. A bridge is out on Beach Ridge Road in Colesville, and new today, debris from last night has caused the closing of Pierce Creek Road and in Conklin from Mucky Road to Bradley Hill Road. Here are the other Broom County roads that are closed today. 112 Hurd Road, Holcomb at Route 79, 8 Paddleford Road, Allen Road, 89 Porter Hollow Road, Babcock Road at Route 79, and 77 to 185 Mead Road. Those are all in Colesville. And in the village of Johnson City, a portion of Lee Avenue is washed out. The National Weather Service today expected to go to Bradford County to investigate what may have been a tornado that was detected by radar. A little after 8 last night, numerous trees have been reported down in the county. Elmira television stations report Route 220 in Ulster had been shut down, and debris that could be consistent with tornadic activity was noted in the Watona area. WETM also noted water rescues from a trailer park in Roseville Borough. New York State Electric and Gas, at 3 this morning, had over 2,500 customers in Delaware County still without power, but most of those were back on by 4. Now they're saying some residents of Deposit might not get their power back on until after 10. There were also a handful of res- residents on Briar Court in Binghamton that had their power out early this morning. A state of emergency is in effect through Thursday for the town of Shenango due to flooding. Garbage receptacles are located at Hyder Park, Wallace Road, and Fuller Road, Grant Road for residents affected by flooding only. According to a statement from Town Supervisor Joanne Klonovic, Klen- the garbage bins for flood debris only are for residents from North and South Morningside Drive, Wallace Road, Johnson Road, Heights Court, Circle Drive, Grant Road, Hickory Road, Fuller Road, Forest Hills Boulevard, and Baker Road. While flood debris is being accepted, residents are not permitted to put in Freon units like dehumidifiers, freezers, refrigerators, or air conditioners. Also banned are white goods and appliances like stoves, washers, dryers. Hazardous waste, including paint, stains, varnish, and pesticides. Monitors, computer towers, printers, or televisions. Yard waste should be placed at the curb for pickup later. City of Binghamton Police are investigating a shooting incident on the south side. Several gunshots were reportedly heard after 8 p.m. yesterday in the area of the Saratoga Terrace apartment complex. Police had sealed off a portion south of Saratoga Avenue, and a woman reportedly sustained a gunshot wound to her hand. She was taken to an area hospital, her condition not known. Authorities apparently still looking for a suspect, but no one would comment on that earlier today. It's 736, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WNBF and WNBF.
0: Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF.
3: Well, nobody played yesterday. No football, no baseball, no basketball, nothing. Get ready for the all-star game. And tomorrow night will be game four of the NBA Finals in Milwaukee. Phoenix Suns up two games to one in that series. Binghamton Rumble Ponies on the road. They'll start a six-game or six-game road trip tonight in Altoona. We'll keep you updated on that tomorrow. Penny Hardaway has wanted Larry Brown to coach with him ever since he took over at his alma mater three years later. They've had that chance at Memphis. Hardaway said Monday he's always wanted to be around greatness, and that iron sharpens iron. Hardaway says that's why he kept fighting to get Brown onto his coaching staff. Hardaway played for Brown when both were with the New York Knicks. Brown is now 80 and still is the only coach to win championships in both NCAA and NBA. It wasn't with the Knicks, folks. Uh, Brown wants to share what he knows and says he'll do whatever Hardaway asks of him. A New York federal judge seems sympathetic to horse trainer Bob Baffert's claim that his May suspension by the New York Racing Association was unconstitutional after Kentucky Derby winner Medina Spirit failed a post-race drug test. Judge Carol Bagley-Anon Asked at a Brooklyn hearing Monday, repeatedly pressed a lawyer for the Racing Association to explain why the suspension was issued before Baffert was given a chance to defend himself. Attorney Henry Greenberg said Baffert will get a hearing after the association announces the link of, of his suspension by August 11th. The judge seemed dissatisfied with that, asking if that's a little too late. British police have opened an investigation into the racist abuse of three black players who failed to score penalties in England's shootout loss to Italy in the European Championship final. Uh, The English Football Association says it was appalled by the disgusting behavior. It adds that social media companies should have taken action to make their platforms free from their abuse. Zach Johnson is the latest player out of the British Open. The RNA says the 2015 British Open champion tested positive for the coronavirus. Johnson played at the John Deere Classic in Illinois on Sunday and had to be tested before getting on a charter flight. I got nothing else, folks. That's it. There's nothing else going on. That's a look at sports. WNBF First Time 740. Traffic and weather
0: together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF.
3: Number of roads in Broome County remain closed following the heavy rains. A bridge is out at Beach bridge Road in Coesville. Debris from last night caused the closing of Pierce Creek Road in Conklin, from Mucky Road to Brady Hill Road. And the National Weather Service today is expected to go to Bradford County to investigate what may have been a tornado that was detected by radar at around eight. Last night, state of emergency in effect through Thursday for the town of Shenango due to flooding. Garbage receptacles are located at Hyder Road, Wallace Road, Fuller Road, Grant Road for residents affected by flooding only. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, some patchy morning fog, otherwise mostly sunny today. Afternoon showers and thunderstorms, highs in the mid-80s. For tonight, mostly cloudy, a chance of showers and thunderstorms, low in the upper 60s. Wednesday, cloudy, showers and thunderstorms, likely low to mid-80s. And then mostly sunny for both Thursday and Friday with a chance of afternoon showers both days. Mid-80s on Thursday, upper 80s on Friday. And that's rounding out the work week weather-wise. We're at 69 degrees right now. It's WNBF's First News Binghamton. Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. Good morning to you. It's 7.
0: Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug Mosier on News Radio 1290 WNBF.
7: Okay. All right. Uh, you want to say something, okay? So, like, say you see a guy walking down the street, and you want to say, Hi, you go, Hora levato, what's happening? levato, what's happening?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Actor-comedian Cheech Moran, one half of Cheech and Chong, is 75 today. Uh, that was from the movie Born in East L.A., which was hilarious. Of course, that was just Cheech Moran uh, in that movie. But Cheech and Chong, one of my favorites, grew up with them. Loved all of their uh, their stand-up and skits. and uh, Of course, they always portrayed a couple of druggies. And actually, in real life, mm, Tommy Chong pretty much was. Or still is. But uh, he's promoting, like, legal stuff now. I guess he got arrested some years ago by selling bongs. I always loved what Tommy Chong said. He said... You know, back in the day, you could get on an airplane with five pounds of dope, and no one would do anything. But now you got a three ounces of shampoo; they throw you in the X-ray machine. You know. <laughs> anyway, happy 75th. The cheats Moran, who was also on, uh, was it Nash Bridges or whatever that was, that show. Remember, he was on that for quite a while too. So good actor too. Got a lot of things. Uh, Daphne Maxwell from The Fresh Prince of Bel Air is 73 today. And actor-director Cameron Crow. Is 64. So I was looking at it, and apparently, what they're saying about Bill Cosby is that uh, he wants he's doing um, he's doing a, a documentary or docu series. Apparently, uh, he's plotting a return to stand-up comedy. Believe it or not, his rep tells TMZ. This is from the TMZ website, by the way. 83-year-old Bill Cosby wants to hit the road and tell jokes, and his camps contacted several promoters and comedy clubs who say. They're open to the idea. Well, he probably would be a big draw, but I don't think uh, the hashtag me too people or of many people for that matter who, who know his history would be real happy. Or maybe they will. Sometimes we're we're forgiving about things. Um But we all know his history. So, anyway, he's working on a five-part docuseries covering his life. I don't even believe I'm even promoting this. But I found it interesting that he was going to go and try stand-up again after everything that's happened, you know? I think I'd be, well, I wouldn't be him to begin with, but uh, crawling into a, uh, I don't know, some kind of exile place, like maybe down in Mexico or something, and just buy some property and hang out and live out the rest of your life like Charlie Sheen's doing, you know? Well, we'll have to wait and see. What happens there? Uh, so, on Cheech Brian's birthday, it's also uh, Tom Kenny's birthday, who does the voice of SpongeBob. And um, that's a, a a voice that is in my head. That show's been on the air for generations. It's been on the air since the 90s, the late 90s. Well over 20 years has been on the, the air. In fact, so much so that the, the cast... SpongeBob himself, Tom Kenny, is fifty-nine today, so he's getting up there in age, you know. SpongeBob SquarePants. Those of you who don't know what that is, he's a sponge, and he wears square pants and tidy whities And the humor on the show is way above kids' humor in a lot of ways. Anyway, oh, there we go. All right. so coming up at noon today, it's the Dan Bongino Show. Dan has been with us for almost a month now, or at least a month, or better, from noon to three. Part of our weekday lineup following Bob Joseph with WNBF's Binghamton. Now, Bob will be back today. I had a great time with you yesterday. It was a lot of fun uh, hosting the program and talking about music and many of the other things that uh, you brought to the table. And it's always a lot of pleasure for me to be able to be behind the mic and talk to you guys. Well, this weekend is the Greater Binghamton Air Show, and our own Bill Flynn will be out there on Sunday, Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. It returns to the Broome County this weekend, and they're honoring men and women who have served our country. Veterans will receive special discounted tickets for this year's show. Uh, though it's veteran service agency, the county will offer a 30% discount for the air show's drive-in format this weekend. Our veterans serve our country self selflessly, and we're always looking for ways to say thank you for all that they've sacrificed. That's from our Broome County Executive, Jason Garner. I echo those words. Um, so there's a chance for you to check out the show this weekend. You can find out more at BinghamtonAirShow.com That's BinghamtonAirShow.com Gates open at 9.30 with jam-packed, exciting performances from noon until 4. I was driving, I think I mentioned this, so I was in a uh, Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida, uh, a few months back in I think it was back in May, and uh, we were driving down the road on a highway, and I saw these old planes, like big big planes from like World War II, and um, some of them newer than that, but not many. But they were old, they were Air Force planes, so there was a museum there. So we pulled in, and come to find out, it was free. You could go around and check out all the different planes and different things that they have there, uh, and helicopters. And then you could go in for free as well. Of course, you can make a donation, which we did on the way out. But um, it was really nice to see that. So anyway, the air show coming up this weekend. Bill Flynn there Sunday morning beginning at 10 a.m. WNBF First News Time is 7.51. Fun Facts. to test your knowledge of facts and fiction with a little help from America's most cantankerous judge. It's WNBF's... That's the truth. Or... That's baloney. Five fun facts that you may or may not know about uh, trivial things. Just
5: answer my question, wise guy.
3: Along with the grouch over here, you know?
5: You're an idiot!
3: All right, let's get started. Fun fact number one, Melania Trump. Melania Trump is the only US first lady born outside the United States. Melania Trump, the only US first lady born outside the United States. What do you think?
5: That's baloney. No,
3: Louisa Adams was the other. Louisa Adams, wife of, I don't know if it was, I'm assuming John Adams. Louisa Adams and Melania Trump, the only two US first ladies born outside the United States. Fun fact number two, if you sneeze while driving at 60 miles per hour, your eyes are closed for about 50 feet. If you sneeze while driving at 60 miles an hour, your eyes are closed for about 50 feet.
5: That's the truth. And that's
3: scary. Fun fact number three, platypuses don't have a stomach. Do Platyp- you know what a platypus is? Platypus, does not have a stomach. What do you think?
5: That's the truth.
3: Yeah, their gullet connects directly to their intestines. Hmm. Next fun fact. When dissolved in water, small concentrations of Viagra can double the shelf life of cut flowers. (laughs) What? When dissolved in water, small concentrations of Viagra can double the shelf life the shelf life of cut flowers. What do you think? That can't be true.
5: That's the truth.
3: What? Making them stand up straight for as long as a week beyond their natural lifespan, believe it or not. They tried it on other types of uh, vegetables and fruits and, and different things like that there too. Uh, let's see, they tried it on uh, not only cut flowers, but yeah, I had it in here somewhere. Anyway, we'll move on to the next one. The final fun fact of the morning. Although we have lost people on impact, no human has ever died outside the Earth's atmosphere. That's a good question. Although we have lost people on impact, no human has ever died outside the Earth's atmosphere.
5: That's baloney.
3: Now, three people have died outside the Earth's atmosphere. They were aboard Soyuz 11 back in 1971. As far as we know, they're the only humans that have died outside the Earth's atmosphere. And so those are your fun facts. We'll play a little game coming up after Kathy's News here. Around 8.10 this morning, Remember When Trivia. We'll give you three events that happened, or maybe four events, to help you out a little bit that happened all in the same year and you have to identify the year for a pair of tickets to see blood sweat and tears at Tioga Downs on July 29th at 8 p.m. Tioga Downs back in action again with concerts and blood sweat and tears gonna be there if you don't know who they are I'll play you some coming up next hour so you can I'm sure you know they had a string of hits a big bunch, bunch of hits. I saw them at the State Fair back in like 98. Just blew my mind. We're so good. So we'll do that coming up next hour. Remember When Trivia for tickets to Blood, Sweat and Tears at Tioga Downs at the end of this month, July 29th. See how good you are at remembering what years and what ha- things happened. And I- I'll make it easy on you, all right? Okay, we'll do that coming up. Our final hour of WNBF First News, Binghamton, also coming up. And then Bob Joseph follows with WNBF's Binghamton now. Bob back. He had yesterday off, and it was a lot of fun talking to you about music and uh, nostalgia. And we talked a little bit about some of the things going on in the world. It's always nice to get your perspective on things. Everybody's got their own opinion. And uh, we're really glad to be able to give you the platform to talk a little bit about it. You know, some people agree with you. Other people don't agree with you, but it doesn't matter. You know, it's what you think. All right. So Bob will be back this morning, followed by the Dan Bongino show at noon, noon to three. Sean Hannity follows John Le- uh, Mark Levin, rather John Bachelor, And we'll do it up again tomorrow after Red Eye Radio right here on WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. 69 degrees. Good morning. It's 8 a.m.
0: This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White.
1: Good morning. It's 71 degrees at 8.04. Forecast for today as the dew point has inched up to 70 degrees. Very high humidity, and that brings patchy fog through mid to late morning. 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. Some storms could produce gusty winds. And heavy rain and a high today in the mid-80s. A Vestal woman is hospitalized in critical condition after she was repeatedly stabbed during a domestic dispute. Vestal police officers were sent to Garden Lane in the Castle Garden section of Vestal shortly after 5.30 p.m. on Sunday. Police say when they arrived at the apartment house, they found a woman on a porch with multiple stab wounds and other injuries. The woman told officers her attacker was in a second-floor apartment. A man looked out the door but ignored orders to come out, instead closing and locking the door. Officers forcibly entered the apartment and took 31-year-old Zeke Wilmarth of Binghamton into custody. He is charged with attempted murder. The woman's name had not been released. The investigation is continuing. Anyone with information is asked to call Vestal Police Lieutenant Christopher Strano at 607-754-2477. Delaware County Sheriff's officials say a Hancock man is accused of not only violating two separate orders of protection, but intentionally swerving a vehicle toward the protected person while the victim was walking on the shoulder of the road. 51-year-old Thomas Newman Jr. of the town of Tompkins, the town of Tompkins had been ordered to have no contact with the person, but intentionally violated the order through written means on July 8th. Deputies could not locate Newman at the time, but were called back the next day to a home on State Highway 30 in East Branch for another report of a violation. This time, Newman was accused of swerving a vehicle toward the protected party in an attempt to harass them. Newman is charged with two counts of felony criminal contempt due to his previous conviction for criminal contempt and one count of harassment. New York State Police report two arrests as they investigate several burglaries at seasonal homes in Shenango, Delaware, and Otsego counties. 23-year-old Christopher Youngs, Jr. of Maryland, New York, and 24-year-old John Clark of Morris are charged with felony burglary and possession of stolen property. Troopers say the pair is linked to burglaries in Otsego and Delaware counties, and the men may were found in possession of stolen property. Youngs was sent to the Delaware County Jail on $50,000 bail. Clark was sent to the Otsego County Jail on $25,000 bail. Investigators say additional suspects may be involved. Homeowners are asked to check their seasonal properties and sheds. State police say they're looking for tips in locating stolen property, including guns, generators, tools, and other valuables. Anyone with information can contact the state police in Sydney at 607-561-7400. The U.S. Department of Justice has reached an agreement with a county elections board in central New York over voter registrations and provisional ballots in the wake of federal election law violations coming to light in the tightly contested 22nd congressional race last year. The District Justice Department and Oneida County Board of Elections filed the proposed consent decree with a federal court yesterday. The court must still approve The discovery of the violations came in the course of determining who had won New York's 22nd Congressional District. A judge ruled in February that former Republican Representative Claudia Tenney defeated then-incumbent Anthony Brindisi by 109 votes to regain her seat in Congress. Meanwhile, yesterday, Brindisi announced he would seek the Democratic nomination for state Supreme Court. WMBF First News Time, 8.08. The operators of the area's largest sewage treatment plant are happy with a lengthy audit by the New York State Comptroller's office. Binghamton Mayor Richard David and Johnson City Mayor Greg DeMe have issued a joint statement responding to the audit of the Binghamton-Johnson City Joint Sewage Treatment Plant released on Friday by Comptroller Thomas DiNapoli's office. The mayors say the year and a half long 17-page audit of the $274 million rehabilitation of the plant found the project had been properly planned and monitored and any change orders were warranted. The officials say the audit only recommended working with legal counsel on getting back the costs related to project delays, and that step has already been taken. The New York State Department of Environmental Conservation is expected to be in town next few months for the ribbon-cutting on that huge project. The audit can be found, meanwhile, on the City of Binghamton website. That's www.cityofbinghamton.com. It's eight oh nine where news breaks first. News Radio twelve ninety and WM.
2: The Greater Binghamton Air Show is returning to the Binghamton area this coming weekend, Saturday and Sunday, July seventeenth and eighteenth, from noon till four at the Greater Binghamton Airport. Come and enjoy with your family. For more information, get in touch by going online to BinghamtonAirShow.com. dot com. dot com. This is Bill Flynn. Join us for our live coverage on WMBF. On- on Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. Sponsored by Overhead Door Company of Binghamton, Steam Carpet Cleaning, Lopkey Rock Products, and ZMK Construction. Coming up this weekend, the Greater Binghamton Air Show at the Binghamton...
4: W-N-B-F.
0: This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosher.
7: I lost that love before. Got mad and closed the door. But you said, child, just once more. I chose you for the one.
0: Now we're having so much fun. You treated me so kind. I'm about to lose my mind. You made me so
7: very happy. I'm so glad you came into
3: my life. All right. Uh, we got a chance for you to finally give, a st- give something away after a year and a half. Uh, Finally, my first chance to give something away to the WNBF listeners this morning. Tickets to see those guys, Blood, Sweat, and Tears. They're going to be at Tioga Downs July 29th at 8 p.m. for a great show. We're looking forward to it. And we're looking forward to giving you an opportunity to go see the show as well. So we're going to play Back in the Day Trivia, Remember When Trivia, in the hot tub time machine we'll jump in there and we'll give you some events that happened all in the same year and all you have to do is tell us what year for those tickets All right, i got a pair of tickets and uh we'll start with caller 5 at 772-1290 let's give you those events let's hop in the machine here time to test oh, Wait, that's not it <laughs> sorry about that here we go initiate time warp sequence Ooh. Alright, here we go. These all these events happened in the same year. Soccer star Pele played his last soccer match. Tonight the Nights by Rod Stewart. Tonight's the Night by Rod Stewart was the number one song of the year. Star Wars and Saturday Night Fever were the hits in the box office that year. Jimmy Carter was elected the 39th president, and. We lost Elvis. If that doesn't do it, I don't know what. 772-1290, 772-1290. Let's see if we can get ourselves a winner here. All right. Let's find out. Good morning, WNBF. What's your first name? Where are you calling from?
6: Marlene Bodeker, NB
3: <laughs> I know that name.
6: <laughs> <laughs> what number caller am I?
3: You're the right caller. No way. Yes, of course you are. I wouldn't even answer answered if you weren't.
6: Okay. You are on the right no, I'm call. So say it's 1976. Oh! What? Missed it what? by that much.
0: I thought that's when Carter was elected in November of 76. He
3: wasn't sworn in then. He was, he, no. you oh, got to remember the... <sighs> yeah, they swear in
6: at 77. So- sorry. sorry. <laughs> All right, All bye-bye.
3: Hello, WNBF. Who is this?
7: It's Denise Dean.
3: Hi there. Can you tell me what year Pele played his last soccer match, Star Wars, and Saturday Night Fever in the box office? Elvis died in Tonight's the Night by Rod Stewart. was number one, and Jimmy Carter was sworn in as the 39th president.
6: 1977.
3: That is right. 1977 is correct. And you've got a pair of tickets to see Blood, Sweat, and Tears at (gasps) Tioga Downs. Oh, Wow yeah so <laughs> hang on the line because i don't want everybody to know your personal information so hang on the line for me so i can get that for you thank you so much you're welcome hang on just a second congratulations Yep. all right we're going to uh take a quick break here and come back and we've got tickets all week so we've got more tickets no problem all right stand by wmbf first news binghamton good morning it's
0: And weather together now on News Radio 1290, WNBF.
3: And good morning to you. Welcome back to First News Binghamton. By the way, Walter Mondale became the 42nd U.S. Vice President on this day. 1977 was a, a fun year. That's the year I went in the Navy, too, but it was the year. Uh, it was a the summer of 76 was my favorite year that was definitely my best year 77 wasn't so bad though but uh, it was my last year of high school from 76 to 77 and I uh, yeah now I'm giving away my age but that's okay and I enjoyed uh, and it's funny because uh, Jimmy Carter was a Jimmy Carter the first let see he ran for one term didn't he yeah i i I voted for him i think i voted in that election i don't remember if i voted for him or not it's back so far uh but anyway yeah 1970 no that would have been 76 no i wasn't all to vote for him i can't remember which president i first voted for it was one of them one of those guys jimmy carter's still alive he's in the 90s now he's 90 something Oh, uh, let's see, what else is going on? Got pictures yesterday of uh, some of the area from Don Giovanni where uh, we had a lot of uh, flooding and mud, especially mud, which is even worse sometimes than water uh, around the uh, BCC area, but uh, certainly in a lot of the other areas, uh, there are flooding and roads kind of washed out a little bit. Uh, apparently Beach Ridge, Beach Ridge Road in Cosville is one of those areas uh debris from last night and then uh, of course the tornado warnings were going off right in the middle of the big bang theory i couldn't hear what howard was saying all i saw was "Eh, eh." and then that that kind of stephen hawking the national weather service you know it's kind of like a stephen hawking voice five to fifteen miles per hour you know it's going on and on giving you the sky conditions the wind conditions and in the meantime i'm sitting there fuming Because I want to watch the Big Bang Theory, you know? And it just cuts everything right off. And I understand why they do it. But what I don't understand is why they can't put a little button on there or something if you want to bypass it once you see it. Oh, okay, it's a tornado warning. It doesn't affect me. Bink. Back to my program. But they don't. And it just completely takes over. And it's not just that it happens for like 15 seconds. It goes on for like two minutes. And if you're watching something that's DVR'd, oh, no, you don't get away with it. It just blanks it right out. I think you can go back into it, though. But anyway, it really grinds my gears, you know. So uh, one of the latest things going on is mechanical medical robots. Medical robots is a big deal. Yeah. ABC's Mark Remillard. The world of robotics is working on its bedside manner. David
0: Hansen is the CEO of Hansen Robotics. He says his latest creation is an AI-powered robot named Grace. Grace is designed as a platform that can autonomously go to interact with patients, while at the same time taking bio-signs, bio-readings. Or, as Grace herself explains...
6: I will take your temperature
2: reading and pulse... Hansen
0: says human-like robots can also help in certain social settings. Then deliver these kinds of um, social stimulations for leader Deviating loneliness. Loneliness kills people. Loneliness makes people depressed. But he acknowledges that AI still has some drawbacks. Is not going to hurt us like Terminator anytime soon that we know of, but it's more insidious ways that um, AI can affect our privacy, our data, influence people's opinions. With tech trends, I'm Mark Remillard, ABC News.
3: Thanks, Mark. WNBF First News Time is 823. Bowling balls underneath the house. Not just a couple, but a whole slew of them in Michigan. That story and more. Welcome to First News
0: Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF.
3: Here's Doug Mosher. Well, uh, another version of uh, the Miracle Workers sitcom is out uh, beginning tonight with Steve Buscemi. And Daniel Radcliffe. I don't know if you've saw have seen any of them. This is the third season. The first season he was God, Steve Buscemi, and uh, the rest of the cast were his like his people in heaven, his angels working for him. Uh, the second series, the second season, he was in medieval times, and he was a he went to people's houses, and I'm just going to tell you, and, and collecting he collected their waste, you know, because they didn't have toilets back then. And the third season, which starts tonight. Uh, he's in the Wild West, Steve Buscemi, Daniel Radcliffe, and the, the entire cast are the same every year, and it's hilarious. And I think there's like eight episodes, I'm pretty sure, but this is the, the third installment of it. So, uh, yeah, kind of funny. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's kind of a striking discovery that might have made a Michigan man split from his home, but to spare you the worry, David Olsen is staying put because the scores of bowling balls found under his home are supporting its frame. Yeah, pardon all the puns, the bowling puns. When Olsen demolished his back stairs, he found about 160 bowling balls, many of them buried in the sand behind cinder blocks. And he believes there are more. After contacting Brunswick, the company that made the balls, Olsen now knows the score. Brunswick had a bowling ball factory in the area, and workers would use scrap balls as a substitute for sand or gravel to buttress their homes on bowling balls. How about that, huh? Pretty interesting. Coming up at noon, the Dan Bongino Show. And uh, following that, Sean Hannity, Mark Levin, John Batchelor, and then Red Eye Radio overnight and uh, first light from 5 to 5.30. And then you, we join you again with First News Binghamton at 5.30, getting you up to date with what is going on around the area. We mentioned Bill Flynn uh, will be out at the Greater Binghamton Air Show this weekend on Sunday And it's also uh, this weekend, and I want to give a plug and send out to our two-county village deposit out there. And uh, wish you well this weekend with the Lumberjack Festival. So glad it's back. I went to that for years, always enjoyed it, always enjoyed the Lumberjack Festival. So I know many, many people in both Broome and uh, Delaware County are excited about being a part of uh, this year's Lumberjack Festival again in Deposit. So a lot of fun. I love those small-town fairs, you know. They just are so nice. The people are no- nice. I love to go to Newark Valley Days. And, you know, you just see people you know. You go to some of the events in Iwigo. Uh There are many others. I really miss the Appalachian Fireman Field Days. I miss... We, we were going there... From the 70s on, for many, many years, almost every year we went there because the fireworks were just fantastic. The, it was fun. The rides were there. My brother used to live right down there, too, which was nice. But um, even when we were kids, teenagers, we used to go there every year. So I do miss that. I miss the JC field days as well and some of the others that have gone out. be nice if we could bring some of that back again. But it's still nice to go to the small town fairs. I remember going to the Afton Fair. Uh, when i worked for the country station and i mentioned people would see the the station vehicle and they would they would chase us they'd be running after us to to check you know as they wanted to say hi to us and we were always so appreciative of their support and we still are to this day because uh, after all without you we wouldn't even have a station so we're here to serve and update and sometimes uh as i say before you know Sometimes I have a stink bomb in the show. You know, sometimes things don't always go right. And people go, ah, oh, I can't believe he just said that. But you know what? That is live radio. That's what it's all about. And to be able to sit or stand, because I do my show standing up, to be able to stand in front of this mic every day live like this is an absolute privilege. So really very, uh, very pleased to be here and excited and happy. And uh, as the immortal words of Ronald Reagan, if you enjoyed it half as much as he has, well, then I've enjoyed it twice as much.
2: This is
0: WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White.
1: Good morning, it's 8.30, we have 71 degrees. Very humid, the dew point is at 70 degrees. Looking at a chance for some more showers and thunderstorms with possibly gusty winds and heavy rain. It's a 50% chance of afternoon precipitation high today into the mid-80s. Global stocks followed Wall Street higher as investors look ahead to U.S. earnings reports that are expected to show strong profits for major banks. London opened higher, and Shanghai, Tokyo, and Hong Kong advanced. U.S. futures declined. Encouraged by the spread of vaccination campaigns, investors appear, at least temporarily, to have shrugged off worries about the more contagious Delta variant of the coronavirus. Overnight, Wall Street's benchmark S&P 500 index rose 0.3% to a new high, led by banks, communications, and consumer-oriented stocks. The indexes had... Have hit multiple highs lately in choppy trading. President Joe Biden heading back to the Keystone State today for a rally to support voting right legislation. That's an issue the White House says is high on the president's list of priorities. President Biden travels today to Philadelphia, the birthplace of American democracy, to deliver remarks on voting rights. The White House says in his speech at the National Constitution Center, the president will say that denying the right to vote is authoritarian and anti-American. And he'll lay out a, quote, moral case for why this issue is a fundamental. Fundamental right. Administration officials have said this will be a fight of Mr. Biden's presidency and he'll continue to make his argument with events around the country. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. WMBF First News Time, 832. A number of roads in Broome County remain closed and New York State electric and gas crews have again called into action overnight to restore power following continued heavy rain, thunderstorms and even tornado warnings. That was for northeastern Pennsylvania. A bridge is out on Beach Ridge Road in Coles. And new today, debris from last night caused the closing of Pierce Creek Road in Conklin from Mucky Road to Bradley Hill Road. These are other Broome County roads that are closed today. 112 Herd Road, Holcomb at Route 79, 8 Paddleford Road, Allen Road, 89 Porter Hollow Road, Babcock Road at Route 79, and 77 to 185 Mead Road in Colesville. Those are all in Colesville. Also, the Village Johnson City, a portion of Lee Avenue washed out. National Weather Service today was expected to be going to Bradford County to investigate what may have been a tornado that was detected by radar around 8 last night. Numerous trees have been reported down in the county. Elmira television stations report Route 220 in Ulster had been shut down and debris that could be consistent with tornadic activity was noted in the Watona area. WETM also reported water rescues from a trailer park in Roseville Borough. New York State Electric and Gas, meanwhile, early this morning, was looking at restoring power to over 2,500 customers in Delaware County. Most of those were back on earlier today. A few lingering in the Hancock deposit area could be looking at mid to late morning. There was also a few scattered power outages in Broome County as well. State of emergency is in effect through Thursday for the town of Shenango due to flooding. Garbage receptacles are located at Hyder Park, Wallace Road, and Fuller Road, Grant Road for residents affected by flooding only. According to a statement from the town supervisor, the garbage bins for flood debris only are for regi- residents from North and South Morningside Drive, Wallace Road, Johnson Road, Heights Court, Circle Drive, Grant Road, Hickory Road, Fuller Road, Forest Hills Boulevard, and Baker Road. While flood debris is being accepted, residents are not permitted to put on units like dehumidifiers, freezers, refrigerators, or air conditioners in the receptacles. Also banned are white goods and appliances like stoves, refrigerators. Washers and dryers, hazardous waste, including paint, stains, varnish, and pesticides, monitors, computer towers, printers, or televisions. Yard waste should be placed at the curb. They'll be picked up later. City of Binghamton Police investigate a shooting incident on the south side. Several gunshots were reportedly heard shortly after 8 p.m. yesterday in the area of the Saratoga Terrace apartment complex. Police sealed off a section of Dewey Avenue and Montour Street. A woman reportedly sustained a gunshot wound to a hand. She was taken to the hospital for treatment, her condition not known, and police are not commenting on the situation this morning. The incident happened near the apartment building where a woman was fatally stabbed last Saturday morning. A Binghamton man is charged with murder in the death of 27-year-old Tatisha Mitchell. A Windsor man is accused of subjecting another person to unsolicited sexual contact. Broome County Sheriff's officials say 66-year-old Gilbert Adams is charged with felony sex abuse. In connection with an incident on June 6th, he was arrested July 8th, according to Sheriff's Office, and sent to the Broom County Jail. It's 8.35, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and
0: WMBF. Join Bob Joseph, weekday mornings, 9 till noon, for Binghamton Now. Interesting guests around the community, along with your comments and opinions, on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF.
3: Here's Doug Mosher. And good morning once again, and uh, welcome to the show. Going to be winding things down here and get ready for Bob Joseph back in the studio again with uh, WNBS Binghamton now, uh, taking your requests. Well, not your requests, but your uh, phone calls, and what's on your mind, basically, you know. Also got uh, blood, sweat, and tears coming. The end of the month, they're going to be here at the 29th, July 29th at Tioga Downs, and tomorrow we'll give you another chance to win some tickets. Remember When Trivia. Your chance to win to check out uh, Blood, Sweat, and Tears as well. And they're going to be there. A little BST for everybody. Blood, sweat, and tears. What a great band, man. Like I said, I mentioned I saw them in the State Fair years ago and just absolutely loved them. So we'll give you a chance to win tickets all week. It's nice to finally be giving things away, man. Uh, Thank you, Eric, by the way, for putting this together for us and uh, giving people a chance to win some tickets, finally, and we can have fun. I love I love to play games with people, so we're doing Remember When Trivia. Today we did, uh, the year was 1977, we mentioned it was the year that uh, Saturday Night Fever and uh, Star Wars were big, and of course Elvis died that year, too, in August, so that probably would give it away for more people than not, because he was here a few months earlier Uh, Before he died, he was here in 1977. I didn't get a chance to see him, and I am a huge Elvis fan. I've always loved Elvis, and uh, I didn't get a chance to see him. And by the time he, when he passed away, I was, was in the Navy. I remember when he passed away, though. Anyway, 1977 was the year that we were looking for. And Denise won tickets, and we'll give you another chance tomorrow. Billionaire in space. And I guess, uh, from what I understand, Jeff Bezos is going to be going up pretty soon as well. Richard Sanders went up yesterday. Kid
0: myself when I saw the moon landing I was you know making rockets out of cardboard boxes and I was you know making them big enough so I could get into my rocket and uh, and you know dreamt of building a rocket to go to space one day and
2: yeah
3: that's what we done. Yeah. I don't know if you uh, saw the footage or not I'd be over the moon myself man and just to be able to get out there and experience weightlessness and look at the look at the 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 earth and the curvature of it and saying man you know if you think about it and there's a couple of documentaries that i found really interesting one of them has a lot of a lot of footage video footage of earth for the first time when we went out into space and we ventured out past the atmosphere over towards the moon and then we look back and you look at the earth in comparison to all the other planets that we have here in our solar system and if you look at it, it really is the Garden of Eden. It's beautiful. It's full of life, you know, and it just, it's incredible. And we were seeing that for the first time back in the 1960s. So, uh, I mean, we haven't gone that far. We've we've gone, you know, we've obviously been on the moon. We've sent probes to Mars and we've sent probes further than that. Um, the next step, of course, is uh, they want to prepare to uh, to go to Mars, but they're also talking about going back to the Moon again. And I'm not sure what the significance is uh, for going back to the Moon. There's not much there, unless you just want to go and say, "Hey, going to the Moon," you know, mm-hmm. or maybe they're going to use it for a, a launching base uh, to to get to Mars. Maybe I, I'm not sure. I don't know that much about uh, the physics of all of that, but I would imagine there's really less gravity there than there would be. Uh, on Earth, of course. So I don't know if that has a factor or if that plays into it or not. But fascinated with space, I always have been. Always enjoyed it and wish I could go up too. But unfortunately, that ain't going to happen. Our job report coming up from of Workforce in just a couple of minutes. Boy, there's a lot of jobs out there. People are looking to hire, and they're offering sign-on bonuses, and they're offering more money than they normally would to try to get people back. And I don't know what's going on. They're calling it some of some. They're they're calling this the Great Resignation for a lot of people because people are saying, you know, I don't like that job. I'm not going to go back to it. I'm just going to go on and do something else. Or if you're at retirement age, you're saying, I'm just going to retire. Me, I'd be looking around for the best position, and, and I would be doing that now because the jobs are going to start, you know, once once they quit printing up money and giving it to people, which they should do, by the way, Biden, uh, they should stop printing up money. Um, but once, and maybe he is already, I don't know. But uh, at this point, they got to stop doing that and get people back to work again. And I think that will be an incentive, because after all, you know, I always say to my kids, grown-ups have this thing called money. We need it to like eat and live, right?
7: First
0: news Wake up with the news and information you can trust. This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosier.
3: And it is time for our Broom Tioga Workforce job report from the Career Center in the Oakdale Mall. Let's bring in Steve, and good morning to you. Good morning, Doug. we were all set. I guess we're ready, so go ahead and give us your job report.
7: Absolutely. <clears throat> Excuse me. Job number one today is with Marchuska Brothers looking for a construction specialist. Requirements of this position include experience with installation and repair of suspended ceilings, drywall taping and finishing, door and hardware installation, and steel stud and wood framing. Hot job number two is with STCR Incorporated looking for an IT support analyst. Ideal candidate will have a strong IT technical background including networking, operating system, and application support, be able to multitask and possess strong verbal and written communication skills. And then, hot job number three is with EMS Technologies looking for solderers. This position is for soldering electronic circuit boards. Employee will work under a microscope, must have excellent attention to detail, and hand-eye coordination, be able to read blueprints. And, of course, we have our upcoming recruitments. Uh, Tomorrow, July 14th, will be the first of Binghamton University Dining's three job fairs. The other two are on the 21st and the 28th, all from 10 to 4 p.m. at University Union Building Room 110, recruiting for culinary and customer service positions. Uh, And then, of course, we have our own two big recruitments coming up. We have Part 2 of the Grand Slam Job Fair to be at uh, 211 Henry Street, Binghamton, on July 20th from 4.30 to 6.30, same time as the original one. Uh, And we have over 40 businesses coming back. So keep an eye out for that. Let us know. Give us a call if you want to hear about more of those employers. And then we're also recruiting for our... Manufacturing Training Program, those classes start August 2nd to August 20th. Uh, we teach individuals about all different sorts of manufacturing skills that can help them increase their employability in that field. And we've got, you know, a few slots still left open. So if that's interested to you, or if you know somebody else who might be interested, have them give us a call, 607-778-2136. Find us on Facebook at Broom Tiger Works, or go to our website, Broom Tiger Workforce, uh, BroomTigerWorks.com.
3: And Steve, that program is free?
7: That program is free.
3: Yeah, see, that's what I tell people all the time, Steve, is all the programs and services that Broom Tiger Workforce has up there. Take advantage of those and get yourself in better shape, as you mentioned, uh, to get a great job.
7: Yeah, absolutely. Everything we do is free. We are here just to help you find work at no cost to you.
3: And folks, they're located in the former Sears location of the Automotive Center up there uh, in the Oakdale Mall. They're open 8 to 4. You stop in and see them. Uh, they can stop in walk in?
7: Yeah. Yep, walk in 8
3: to 4. All right, or you can also call them at 778-2136. So, uh, Steve, we'll look forward to Workforce Wednesday tomorrow.
7: Absolutely, Dr. Moore.
3: All right, bye now. Steve from Broomtaga Workforce, our job report this morning and uh, every morning around 845, we give you the latest uh, job openings going on. And as you heard, there's a lot of jobs available. People are are looking, employers are looking to hire. Now is the time to get back out there and get a job that you really like or enjoy and make some money uh, before uh, other people get it ahead of you. So this is a good time to do it. All right, we're going to wrap up the show. Got about 10 minutes left here. Get ready for WNBF's Binghamton Now with Bob Joseph coming your way a little bit after now.
6: WNBF!
0: This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosher.
3: Blood, sweat, and tears are going to be at Tioga Downs coming up on July 29th at 8 p.m. And we've got tickets to give away again on the show tomorrow. We'll give you a chance to win a pair right here on WNBF's First News Binghamton playing Remember When Trivia. We'll give you some events that happened all in the same year. And all you got to do is tell us what year it was. All right. We'll give you a chance tomorrow once again. Uh, for tickets i'm glad to see things are starting to open up again and we're starting to give away some concert tickets we're starting to do giveaways in general which is always a lot of fun i always enjoy that so yeah another reason to tune in tomorrow we'll get you up to date with what's going on around our area of course and uh we'll give you a chance to win tickets so come for the information stay for the tickets the blood sweat and tears ABC News coming up in just a couple of minutes. Boy, there's still things going on over there in Cuba. They are. I was watching some of the footage, and there's there's people. The the Cuban people are like punching the cops right in the face and through the windshield. They're tipping over cars. They want uh, they want freedom, is what they want. And you know this is kind of a, a sticky wicket here because. And I don't care which president you support; it doesn't matter. The bottom line is if you're going to bring commerce to that country. The money is not going to go to the people. It's not. It's going to go to the dictatorship. So what do you do? You know, what do you do? I I think the people over there are doing what they need to do. It's unfortunate. And I don't know how it's going to turn out. But they want freedom. You know, and I know that uh, the president over there who's ever in charge now is saying that uh, it's United States fault. I don't it's not our fault. You know, regardless if you impose sanctions or you don't, you know that money's not going to those people over there. It's just not. And uh, you know, if you're gonna tr- if you're going to try to create any kind of commerce for that country, tourism, anything, you know, you've got to, you've got it's got to be it's got it can't be a dictatorship. It's just not going to work. So, you know, I, I tell you, I wouldn't want to be the leader of this country. I love this country. I do. They were interviewing Trump the other day. And it was nice to see him, by the way. I know whether you like him or not, I liked a lot of the things that he did. And I don't sit here, you know me, I don't sit here and bash the presidents. I make fun of them, but it's kind of an endearment. But, um, you know, he said that, uh, he goes, look, you know, do you think it's, it's fun having people poke at you and prod at you and being under the gun every single day? Because I've said that before, I go if it was me and I was that age or Biden's age, I don't know either one. What's Biden about eighty-seven? I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to be. I'd be. I'd be sitting on a beach somewhere with my metal detector, you know, listening to tunes, listening to some Led Zeppelin, just hanging out. At that age, you know, because face it, I mean, come on, you know, he's getting up there, and so is Trump. So why, you know, I guess people feel I guess they feel that it's the right thing to do so you know more power to them because I don't know if I'd have the stamina at their age I don't know I'll let you know when I get there but (laughs) anyway I feel bad for the people over there in Cuba I do Uh, and I hope that uh, something becomes of it and soon it'd be nice wouldn't it be nice if they gained their freedom throughout the dictatorship I mean That would be nice. And then you could go over there and you could create trade with them and commerce with them and and tourism, you know. And and then the monies would go to the people and go to the businesses, you know. I don't know, just something to think about. Anyway, I feel bad for that. Another big story in the news that I mentioned earlier, Bill Cosby wants to go out and do a comedy tour again. And, And comedy clubs are receptive to this which I'm, I'm kind of surprised, but man, we'll see how it shakes out. I know he's going to do some kind of a um, documentary series. I don't know. There are two sides to every story. I get that. But from one, all the stories I've heard about him, they can't all be wrong. So I don't know. We'll wait and see. Bob Joseph coming up with WNBF's Binghamton Now. And Dan Bongino follows from noon to 3. So have a great day. Enjoy it. Stay cool if you can. And we'll join you back here tomorrow morning, Kathy White and I, about 5.30. Have a great day and enjoy. WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Good morning.